TED Audio Collective. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. HBR presents. Hi everyone, I'm Young Ni, and I'm here with Felix and Mahir, and you are listening to After Hours. I would love to talk about the tax cut. I thought we could think a little bit about student debt. We don't pay a lot of attention to Walmart. I wanted to get your view on payday lending. We're actually on a season hiatus during the summer, but we'll be back in the fall with all new episodes. In the meantime, we just wanted to thank everyone who listened to season two of After Hours. There are so many moments from season two that stood out for us. The really striking thing about Netflix from a financial perspective is they are burning through cash. They're my canonical <laughs> yes, example yes. of profitable companies who'd never generate cash. If we continue on the current path, I think China will have its own infrastructure, will have its own technology. Right. The U.S. will have its own infrastructure, will have its own technology. A little bit going back to the situation in the Cold War. It creates so much value to have food brought to your home. Yes, agreed. And because of that, I do believe it's going to be a huge market. But my intuition is that it's going to be one of those markets where it's always hard to make money. Like grocery, to begin exactly with, right? Like exactly like groceries. Margins exactly. essentially non-existing. Yeah. One of the things that I love about After Hours is if I see an event or read something, and I think there's one way to think about it. And then we tape the episode and I discover that, oh my God, my very good friends, they think about this issue completely differently. Imagine you're an average household in America today and you read in your newspaper that someone just bought a $250 million apartment. That's gross, right? Yes, gross. the answer is yes, Mihir. The answer is it's 100% gross. So the reason I hesitated about is it gross is because I don't like to think about people's consumption decisions in that way. The problem with Apple is not that it's losing loyalty. It's that historically they've monetized loyalty by getting you to buy a new phone every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now you're still loyal. You just don't want to buy a phone yeah. every year. You guys are making me rethink this, which is I've kind of been a device fetishist. You know, like I love my iPhone and uh -huh. I like don't want to give it up. But as you talk about this... If you were on a desert island, Mahir. <laughs> well, I certainly would not answer the cloud. Uh, <laughs> I can assure you that. Really? One of my favorite moments was in our discussion of privacy, when you, young me, kind of really elaborated a really 
eloquent defense of what privacy is in both like a economic but also emotional way. It used to be if you wanted privacy, you just went into your room and you shut the door. And think about it now, your phone is collecting data, your Alexa, your Fitbit. There's no privacy anywhere. And the reason it concerns me is that privacy is a form of freedom and it enables us to explore ourselves, to test the boundaries of who we are. So you might be a teenager trying to figure out your sexuality. You might be secretly contemplating a career change. You might be exploring alternative religions. In other words, privacy is freedom because it begins with this notion that there's something that belongs to you, and that's you, who you are, Mm -hmm. your inner desires, Mm -hmm. your behavioral tendencies, the very essence of your being belongs to you, and it's up to you who you share it with. I mean, this is what intimacy is. This is what it means to own your own sense of self. And when you give that to someone else, it's a special thing because you're basically saying, I'm sharing with you me. And now all of that is lost all meaning. Part of the process of doing this podcast is the process of letting go and just being willing Mm -hmm. to try ideas out. It's what you said earlier, which is it's easy to give positive feedback and then nobody's giving negative feedback. And so then it becomes asymmetric and then it becomes just basically groupthink and then you never get to true answers. But you're assuming that those are the only two options. So you're assuming that you can only give positive feedback or you can give brutal negative feedback. And I disagree. I think that you can give honest feedback with empathy. There's been a controversy around Joe Biden. Clearly norms have changed over time. Why doesn't someone like he, why hasn't he changed? Why doesn't he learn? And I think the short answer is, if you're this powerful, no one ever objects. No one ever says, no, that's actually not okay. So Mir came in hot today, Felix. (laughs) Yeah, because he just took off his sweater. I think it's because we're going to talk about taxes. He just can't believe that taxes are in the news. You open the newspaper, taxes, taxes, taxes. Such a hot topic. I'm not ashamed. I love it. It's fantastic. And and we'll all learn why in a a few minutes. (laughs) The humor and the fun of these tapings. It's just fun to be involved with something where there's so much laughter. I have a question for you, young me. Is checking email, is that the first thing you do in the morning? Um, (laughs) So my morning routine is uh, none of your business, frankly. Exactly. Good answer, young me. Good answer. All they sell is gnocchi. And they sell like 30 different types of gnocchi. It's crazy. Why do you need 30 different types of gnocchi? So so we went there. Then why do you worry about the future of gnocchi? Here, is it gnocchi or gnocchi? Uh, you know, I have no idea. Felix. You're our European. Come Felix. on. I say Noki. That's <laughs> closer to... <laughs> okay. So I'm in one location, and the two of you are together in another location, and my understanding is that you are sitting really close together. Really close, yeah. <laughs> yes. So how close... Like, so give me a visual image well, of the two of you. So are you sharing a headset? Is uh, that yes, why? we're like, sharing a headset. Why? In fact, I'm going to miss sharing earphones with you guys. Those were particularly, <laughs> those were really oh, particularly bonding moments. Yeah. Okay, let's do picks. Let's do picks. Who wants to go first? I'll do one. My recommendation is a book recommendation. So I have a suggestion that's kind of tangentially related to climate change, which is Fred. So in geek circles, do people now say, let me Fred it? <laughs> <laughs> one of the best books I read over the last year was Tara Westover's Educated Young Me that you recommended. So good, right? So fantastic. I think my all-time favorite is probably 
sec.gov. <laughs> Perhaps my most memorable recommendation that you provided, Felix. The best salad in the history of humankind. Best salad dressing ever. Did you make it? Let me just say that I've experimented with it a few times. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> and of course, After Hours is also amazing because I think we do have the best listeners on the planet. And they're so willing to kind of share their views and kind of challenge us. It's really been fantastic to hear from them. Yes, and so funny. Some of the messages are so funny and so warm. I think my favorite came from a listener who wrote to me on LinkedIn who said the following, After Hours is not good for me. After I started listening to it, I ended up buying Me Here's How Finance Works, Young Me's Different, started watching Game of Thrones, watched Avengers, looked up Disney+, Plus, considered buying Disney and CVS shares, even tried Jewel, which, which was complete, which I was, I was with him all the way until he said he tried Jewel. So as we said, we're on summer hiatus right now, but we are looking forward to returning for season three in the fall. In the meantime, have a great summer, everyone. And most importantly, thank you for listening. This is After Hours from the HBR Podcast Network. Well, I'm banking on this podcast continuing through the retirement. <laughs> we'll be in our well, 80s. Zero and we'll just sit well, around. No, our, actually, our listening base, may, they may have much more time to listen yeah, to this us. Is true. <laughs> we'll do five-hour episodes. And then I'll say, eh? What did you say, Felix? <laughs> what? Say that again? And it'll always feel fresh because we can't remember <laughs> what we talked about last week. Exactly. <laughs> okay. You're growing a business, and you can't afford to slow down. If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate, no coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Support for the show comes from Brooks Running. I'm so excited because I have been a runner, gosh, my entire adult life. And for as long as I can remember, I have run with Brooks Running Shoes. Now I'm running with a pair of Ghost 16s from Brooks. Incredibly lightweight shoes that have really soft cushioning, it feels just right when I'm hitting my running trail that's just out behind my house. You now can take your daily run in the better than ever Go 16. You can visit brooksrunning.com to learn more.